Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Hello, recovery warriors. Today, I'm going to read you from justfortodaymeditations.com. For today, August 24th, the meditation for the day. It reads as follows. Cling to the belief that all things are possible with God. If this belief is truly accepted, it is the ladder upon which a human soul can climb from the lowest pit of despair to the sublime heights of peace of mind. It is possible for God to change your way of living. When you see the change in another person going through the grace of God, you cannot doubt that all things are possible in the lives of people through the strength that comes from faith in him who rules us all. Man, the only reason that today, especially during this COVID, I have been able to be in peace, really, is because I've been trusting God to direct my path. Now, I'm 43, so um, I couldn't have done this at a younger age. Maybe I could have. It's just not been my path. But I have learned through excruciating suffering and surprise, really. Like, I'm a month married now. You would have told me that two months ago when I didn't even know my husband. I would have said you were crazy. So it's been a really good reminder that I actually don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And it's such a futile effort to spend any time, any anxiety, any dread to worry about it, even if it is something I know. Like, for example, when um, last year I was going through all kinds of medical tests and appointments and hospital visits, like, okay, I know I'm going to have an MRI tomorrow. And I'm, I can worry about how claustrophobic it's going to be, what they're going to find. Um, am I going to get there on time? Is there going to be parking? Will I be able to stay still? What else? Will I have an anxiety attack? I could, even though I think I know what's going to happen, be totally wrong. It could go all kinds of sideways. It could go all kinds of right. And guess what? My MRI experience was totally fine. I did have a lot of anxiety while I was sitting there trying not to move and there's all kinds of noise and it's pretty scary. Um, And I thought I had shooting pains in my teeth, like all kinds of stuff. But no matter how much I thought I knew what it was going to be like, I don't know what it's going to be like until I actually get there. So all I can really do is what we say in the program, which is keep doing the next right thing or do the next right thing. Just do what's in front of me. And that's the only way I can get through the day. And I trust that God will show me tomorrow what I need to deal with tomorrow. I don't want to waste today worrying about tomorrow because these could be my last precious moments. I have no idea. So once I learned to not be my own God, to not think that I knew best or I knew what was going to happen or I knew how to protect myself or I had to be prepared for what was going to happen, my life really started to open up to less anxiety and less fear and to face the day with a sense of like, I don't know what you got for me today, God, but I think it's going to be good. It's like that podcast that I did with Lisa a while back. By the way, she's doing fine for everybody that's been asking. She's training for her new job. She spends um, her new uh, property up north. She's spending a lot of well-deserved time and rest in. She has a very high-stress job now. 
Um, we just she hasn't had the emotional or psychological capacity or time to sit down and do some podcasts, but she is fine. So don't worry. What was I talking about before? I just lost my train of thought. Um, hang on, let me go back and listen. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Um, that podcast I did where we had gone to Dr. Bob's house and we had gone to this meeting and they were so lovely. It was right in Akron. I can't remember the name of it now. But one of the ladies shared that on her mirror she has written, Hello, Joyce. I, I love, wait, no. It was like, Hi, Joyce. This is God. <sighs> I have to go find it. Let me, okay, let me look at our Two Sober Chicks Instagram because it's on there. <laughs> Hang on again, please. Okay, welcome back. All right, I have it. Good morning, Joyce. This is God. I will be handling all of your problems today. I do not need your help. That is so good. That is a really good reminder to just let it go. Do your step three. Hand your will and your life over to the care of God as you understand him. Because we will fuck it up. We just will. That was a very short podcast. Should we read another reading from this justfortoday.com? I think so. Oh, look at that. Leslie Jordan is 22 years sober today. He's that um, little gray-haired dude that made an appearance on Will and Grace as a character. I don't know what else he's been in, but y'all know him. You'll know him the second you hear his voice. 22 years sober today. That's so great. Okay. Okay. This is the reading from As Bill Sees It, which is a book uh, published by Hazelden. It's an AA-approved literature book for August 24th. It's called Looking for Lost Faith, page 235. Any number of AAs can say, we were diverted from our childhood faith. As material success began to come, we felt we were winning at the game of life. This was exhilarating, and it made us happy. Why should we be bothered with theological abstractions and religious duties, or with the state of our souls here or hereafter? The will to win should carry us through. But then alcohol began to have its way with us. Finally, when all our scorecards read zero, and we saw that one more strike would put us out of the game forever, we had to look for our lost faith. It was in AA that we discovered it. It's from the 12 and 12, page 28 to 29. Okay, so what that reminds me of is in my mind's eye, I saw a recess for kindergarten age kids and kids running around. Typically, kids do not worry about tomorrow. They're in the moment. They trust that their parents will take care of them. They kind of have a blind faith in those things that they'll go home and have dinner with their parents if they have a, a good childhood. Um, and then they'll get up and they'll come back to school tomorrow and play with their friends and be with their teacher. And I think we've lost that sense of wonder in our lives. And why shouldn't we? As addicts in recovery, we have seen and experienced a lot of horrible things. And so it is true what this, this reading says. So we have that childlike faith and wonder and awe and fun and curiosity. And then as we grow up, we start to become more independent and self-sufficient. And then we start to rely on our own being and our own doing. And then once we get into our 
our addiction, our live addiction, it starts to go downhill from there. Alcohol or drugs becomes our master. It becomes everything to us. It becomes our best friend. It also becomes our tormentor. And then eventually it enslaves us. And then what do we do? We literally have to go looking for our lost faith. Um, and so I think this program, our 12-step program, really, to me, in most ways, is our higher power connector. It's the matchmaker. It's saying, little child, you've gone so far. Why don't you talk to me and come back? And our spiritual solution is these steps, these 12 steps. And the spiritual solution is mostly, almost entirely, about connecting to a higher power and letting go. And that's faith, right? We believe in step two and three, and then through the process of the rest of the steps, we gain faith. And once we have that faith, we can go along and experience life as kids again. That's how I feel like I'm living my life at 43. I feel a sense of awe and wonder and gratitude, and I always have, but having new love in my life has made that brand new again. I mean, I've pretty much been single for eight years um, besides the last man who I thought I was going to marry and who I really couldn't call. Um, I have a problem calling him a boyfriend um, or calling our relationship or what we had a relationship because he didn't want anybody to know um, about me and he would never label it and it was on and off. So I, I don't know what I can call that. But having this influx of love, of real love, of true love, of someone that serves and adores and is selfless and caretaking and has just made me feel very childlike again. I forgot what this kind of love was like. It's pure and unadulterated and holy and beautiful. And I wish everybody to have that. Um, but I did to do a lot of work in the meantime. And I did learn how to be alone, which is probably why I've received such a beautiful gift. And it's only made my faith increase. And it's made me more grateful to God. And we worship God together and pray to God together. And I hope that anybody that's listening to this, that their higher power is a big part of their life. I highly encourage you to have that standard of having a higher power relationship with someone because it's beautiful. It's beautiful and it's healing and it's wonderful. So how do you get from losing your faith to gaining it back? Honestly, it's as simple as starting to talk to God again. In the morning, wake up, say, good morning, God. Please help me to stay sober today. I don't know what else to say, but thank you. Amen. That's all you have to do. And check in throughout the day. God, thank you for this breakfast. I'm so lucky that I have food in my fridge. God, I'm scared right now to go into work. God, I don't want to drink today. Good night, God. Thanks for today. I hope I wake up tomorrow. Please help me. Amen. Good night. It's it's about what you feed grows. Every relationship that you feed grows and the ones you starve die. So if you want to return to that childhood faith, there's no better way than going through the steps. I mean, it's all laid out in our big books of Alcoholics Anonymous. You don't have to go far. You don't really have to spend any money. So please try it, at least for me. If not for you, then for me. Because if you don't have this kind of higher power relationship in your life, it can be a big void that alcohol and drugs can fall right into. So once again, thank you for listening to me. I hope you had a good day. If you didn't, I'm sorry. I hope tomorrow's better. Maybe do some things to comfort yourself tonight. Cozy socks, a new Netflix series. Um, we're going to start a new Netflix series tonight. We have several options, none of which I can remember. Oh, one is Chernobyl. One is, um, oh, Peaky Blinders. 
The other is uh, not Empire. It's a space movie. It's a space series. I just Googled because we just finished Yellowstone. Oh, my God. It was so good. Um, Yellowstone season one and two. And we're looking for a new Netflix series because apparently that's what couples do. But we have a handful of five or six that we're going to try tonight to see what our new series is going to be. So exciting. And uh, if you have any suggestions, you can always pass them my way to soberchicks at gmail.com. You can email me um, or Lisa, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.